0: 2homos.com. It's not a porn site. We just like the name. So Roxanne thinks that she's young again. And she's been playing non-stop on MySpace. I'm actually having fun, and I'm checking different things out, and I'm
1: finding different songs that I wasn't aware of. There's a, a song that I found, which is, what was it,
0: Cunts with Something? I, you know, I can't <sighs> remember any song that started like that.
1: It's that, it, you know, straight girls wear dresses or something, or not all straight girls wear dresses, or it was something, Cunts with Attitude, that's the name of the group. Your hate. And, oh my god, yeah, it's Yeah, you are great finding song. interesting things, for sure. And then, you know, I've seen videos, you know, that people post on their stuff, so it's kind of entertaining. It reminds me of YouTube, but more recently. Recently, they have a section that says bulletin, so any of your friends, if they post something, you can read it. So I was, you know, clicking on things and checking things out, and I came across a poem that I thought was just really pretty and and nice. The girl's name is Abby, and I asked her if we could read her poem that she had. And so I'm going to have Virginia read it, because being dyslexic, I'll start jumping things all over, deal with us with not having the proper inflections on stuff. So...
0: Yeah, I'm not very good at this type of a thing, but so uh, I apologize if I really wreck this for you. But here's the poem. All right, it's called "I Miss Her a Lot Today." I'm watching the sun come up again without you. Remember staying awake until the sun came up, sitting on the rocks in the middle of the river. I would hold you and keep you warm during the coldest parts of the night. And when we saw the sun come up, we would silently stand and walk to your car. I can no longer base my life on something that doesn't exist. I never wanted to say goodbye, but maybe it's time. I guess it's just time for me to realize that not all good things last. You put smiles on my face, and I protected you. For a while. And it's not that I don't miss you. I just can't be sad forever. Other things put smiles on my face now, and I have nobody to protect. And I know you would be so proud of me. I am finally free. Everything doesn't hurt anymore. I know what a real smile, separate from you, feels like. I've learned how to laugh and how to be real. And even though sometimes I wake up thinking about you, I know and I understand that all that is over and done with. I will always think of you, but I will think of the memories we created. I will no longer think of you as something I lost because you were something I gained. You were something that kept me going when I couldn't hold on any longer. Even after you were gone, you kept me going. For a while at least, until I forced myself to realize that it wasn't a dream, and you were really gone. Having you gave me so much more than just a person, I thought maybe I would never feel complete again without you. But I am complete, and you are gone. You left me with our memories, and if that is all I can have, I will be content. If I cannot show your smile to the world, I will tell them our memories. I will tell them, and through me, they will see you."
1: When I read that, what it made me think of was, you know, the first time, really the only time that I had my heart broke.
0: Oh, well, look at you. You're a little misty.
1: It's a pretty problem. And I thought that people could relate to it. I mean, obviously I did and I'm a cold, hard, callous bitch. Yeah, and um, it was beautiful. So I, you know, I was reading that. I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, and, and I didn't know who Abby was or anything about that. We've done some like, I guess, emails. We've done some emails. So I, I have a little bit of a better understanding of who she is. When I was reading that, I was like, wow, It reminded me of, like I said, the only time that I ever had my heart broke. And um, it was my first love. And when you're younger, you think that this love is going to last forever. It's one of those bullshit things when you get older, you just get bitter and you're like, please.
0: Oh, yeah. When I was 16 and 17, I swore I would marry this chick.
1: Yeah, it's it's the same sort of thing. I was, I think I was like 19 or 20. And I thought that I thought that, uh, you know, Cheryl and I would get married, get a house, white picket fence, and dogs. So I've got the dogs. You got the dogs and you got the ugly brown fence. That's you know, a black wrought iron ugly thing in the front yard. I'm thinking and you got the, the wood yard... the
0: rest of the place. Yeah.
1: It didn't quite match up, but, you know, that's okay. Yeah, whatever. We're lesbians. Yeah, but, you know, I'm a gay man inside.
0: Oh. So I really thought that I As long I was... as you don't have a gay man inside you.
1: Yeah. So. I thought that that would last forever. And, you know, how did I know that it would just go to shit in a handbag? But with Cheryl, you know, we dated for six and a half, seven years. So you've passed that time period. So oh my congratulations.
0: God. Oh, good. Good for me. Yay for yeah. me.
1: And when we were having problems, I mean, some of the problems were like, you know, the mother being crazy and controlling and her being a big pussy about it.
0: I think we did a show about that already.
1: Yeah. And it was, yeah, it was about her mother. And then, um, so there was that. And then there is the thing where she had to travel a lot for work. Oh. And so we were living together. And then I thought, you know, you can't quit your job. Because I'd only see her like once a month. You were picking out China patterns together. No, I already had my China. Please, please. So I had everything set up. So I said, you know, we'll move back to a parent's house, quit your job, find a new job. Because you can't find a job if you're traveling all the time. And she said, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah fine and then quit the job stayed at the parents i'm sorry kept the job stayed at the parents house and the mother wouldn't give messages that i called and all this stupid shit and oh, it, so you
0: guys weren't living together well we were and oh. then i moved
1: out and she moved out and we got rid of the apartment so that she could quit her job and find and it's not like she you know she had a uh, rent to pay oh if she wasn't working
0: if you move, if you moved down and moved to your mother's house and expected me to keep dating you i'd kick your ass No, because you would move out, too. You just don't listen to me. I'm not moving to your mother's house. Oh, Jesus Christ. Shoot me now,
1: people. Anyways, so she moved back to her mother's house. And when I would call her, you know, the mom wouldn't give messages. She was working all the time and I never saw her. And this went on for, for like a year of this insane traveling. Where I saw her like in a year, maybe 15 times. Oh, that's horrible.
0: What kind of a job was she doing that she had to travel she's all She was a paralegal for oh.
1: uh, Texaco. So they had different things going on in different states. So she's constantly traveling. Oh. And I became lonely and this sort of thing. And I didn't want to do what I used to do in the past, which would mean, you know, I just pick up, you know kind of embarrassing because my nieces and nephews listen I would pick up a sex toy being a female and I would just have sex you know, with other girls. And you mean I have, like
0: you're calling a girl a toy, or did you actually go to like the pleasure? I cheated chest? on my girlfriend. Oh, okay. Thank with you. With another girl. Thank you. You got to keep things simple for yeah, me. Yeah,
1: I know. So, you know, I didn't want to do that. I loved her. I respected her, and I didn't want to do that. And there was a girl that I wanted to ask out, which was the clone. So, asked the clone out. I broke up with her because she wasn't home. And then I started dating the clone. And in that order, I didn't cheat on her. And she ended up stopped. She stopped traveling and came back. But by then, you know, it was just so weird because she wasn't out. She was out to their mother but wouldn't stand up for the mother and it was just a nightmare and the person she wanted to move in with was this this gay guy that wanted to bang her and whoa he and I hey li-
0: there's a lot of things wrong with that statement yeah well it's true
1: this asshole it's her best friend he and I were doing dinner with my girlfriend and his boyfriend and he's sitting across the table and he looked at Cheryl and he goes you know I so would love to have sex with you okay his wait. boyfriend's sitting right there and in front of me
0: I'm out <laughs> he's a gay man he wants to have sex with a
1: lesbian I guess she's cute she's cute she's nice she's smart you know I wanted to have sex with her, so, I mean, I understand that. But, I mean, it's bad enough if you think that. But to say that in front of your boyfriend and yeah. then in front of her girlfriend, I mean, guy's an ass. Yeah, that's probably r- very rude. Yeah, it, it no, it was rude. It wasn't probably. But, I mean, there's lots of issues. So, when I broke up with her, you know, my mom was giving me crap because, you
0: know, how do you throw away a relationship this long? You know, the mother thing. and just, You better never break up with me because your mother's going to disown you. She's going to take me as her daughter and get rid of you. And that's fine. Then that I don't have to listen to her bitch and she'll <gasps> tell you that, you know, you shouldn't let her go. Oh, my God. Even though I did the
1: rebound thing, when I was with the other girl, I was thinking about her. When I tried to get her back, it was too late. And I mean, it was just horrible where she wouldn't talk to me. You know, it was, it was self-created by myself because I didn't want to cheat on her. But I said, I mean, come on, a year. And I always thought that, you know, we'd get back together. And even when time went by, you know, she had another girl and the girl treated her like shit. And that was a girl that I called the ugly Sandra Bernhardt looking bitch because oh. I had issues with her. Goodness. But the worst thing is we ended up, I, I was in a car accident with her a long time ago where someone rammed in my car and she a witness so she had to go to it my attorney wanted her to tell her story because she's in the car and what ended up happening is we started talking I mean they had to subpoena her because she didn't want to talk to me and then we started talking and there was still like a weird connection and and this sort of thing and did you have breakup sex we had breakup sex at the beginning but not at that point I started dating that 24 year old and she was dating the ugly Sandra Bernhardt looking bitch oh but I mean she she still took my breath away really yeah I wow so we ended up getting together as friends and then I was telling my mom and I'm, you know, my heart's beating and I'm like, oh my God, this might be it. You know, who knows? We might get back together or whatever. Honey, you take my breath away. Thank you. But
0: we're not broken up, you yeah. know
1: it's worse when you're broken up because you just sit there and you're just like oh my god I want you know I want that back but what ended up happening is that my mom told me she was Roxanne I have to ask you a question and I said okay go ahead she goes if Danny was cheating on me would you tell me Mm. and I'm like yeah and if you cheated on him I would tell him I I love them both equally and you know if you guys are doing that I want to know about that (laughs) yeah i don't want to know about yeah. that either so my mom goes okay well then i need to tell you that cheryl's dating her boss
0: <gasps> okay, her, her married oh, oh. her
1: married man boss which time that, out
0: time out how did your mother know that your ex is dating her boss because cheryl was talking to her i don't think my mother knows who any of my exes are screwing nor does she care yeah,
1: but it was like six and a half years you know cheryl's kind of like another daughter
0: oh my god
1: and Cheryl I guess told my mom and I think she told my mom cuz she knew my mom would tell me oh i mean i mean honestly you now that you know my mom and me
0: I just can't if imagine. You told, if
1: you told my mom something would it get to me?
0: Oh absolutely but I can't imagine telling my mother-in-law yeah I'm banging some dude at work. Yeah but it's we weren't together
1: at that point and you know I'm not sure what it was if she you know if you know if it was just someone she could talk to I don't even know how that conversation happened. I
0: squirm a little if you like grab my hand when, when you're in front of her mother. It's like no she'll know that I'm fucking her daughter. Oh wait <laughs> she already does.
1: <laughs> yeah but so I mean my mom told me that and once she told me that it ruined sex for me with you know the girls that I was having sex with at the yeah. time. Because all I could think of is this guy banging this girl that I love, you know, because I wasn't over her. And I would be at work and I would be thinking about it because I, you know, I, I worked for uh, USA Today. So sometimes you'd have to go to hotels and I'm and I'm there and I'm thinking, I wonder if they're in here fucking. Ew. I, I swear to God, it screwed me up and I
0: was so traumatized. Wow, you weren't over her. Were you? Oh, I was
1: not over her. Actually, Aww. I wasn't dating the 24 year old at that time. I was thinking of dating the 24 year old or this girl named um, Rennie. And Rennie was the one who kind of helped me with that and she made me feel a little bit better.
0: Did she rock your world and make you feel all better?
1: No, no, no. I didn't have sex with her. Oh. But Rennie said that when she was younger, she broke up the girl and her heart. Was was broke and she ended up dating some dude because she didn't want to get attached i'm like well okay but even then you know some married fucking pig you know that you know she's second fiddle and this is not the way that i saw her and i mean her personality changed and and everything changed where when you and i started dating i was still talking to her you know on a a friendly basis but it was so tense and so much pressure between the two of us that
0: i would say something and offend her and she would offend me and wow what do you think would happen if you saw her today I don't know. Now that you've been with me for so long, would you say, you know what, baby? I'm in love with my ex still, and I'm going to go.
1: I would hope not. But I mean, I don't know. I'm crazy. <gasps> I'm,
0: oh, my God.
1: I, I'm cra- I'm, it's like a neurotic. See, the other thing is, is that with Cheryl, that's different from anybody else, is that when my brother died, she was there. I mean, for the first year when Michael died, every night I cried. I'm sure. And it was the most open I've been. I'm not comfortable crying in front of people and I couldn't help it. And one of the hard things for me to let her go is when I let her go, I was letting my brother go. Yeah. So there's a weird thing where it's a brother sort of thing. And then also when my grandmother became ill and she was in the hospital, I asked her to come by. And my grandmother was doing really, really, really bad. And I, there was, there was an issue that happened in the hospital. I was very upset. I And I wouldn't break down in front of my grandmother. I went into the bathroom. She followed me in there to see how I was doing. And I started crying. And when I felt those emotions come back, and it was because she kind of protected me, Yeah. that it went into that weird feeling where I didn't even call her to come back to the hospital or anything. I didn't want to see that. And then I saw her at, at my grandmother's funeral. And I was angry at her then because, you know, she's doing some weird shit. So, I, I mean, I think not. But, I mean, it's kind of crazy because it, it's tied in to my dead brother.
0: Wow, that is kind of crazy. Yeah. You know, and with what's even further is that this makes me feel really shallow because all of my exes, except for my very first one who I thought I was in love with forever and was going to marry and all that kind of stuff, wow, was I wrong. Anyway, ever since then, all my exes have driven me so crazy by the end of our relationship that I was so happy they were gone. This one was just different because also
1: the other one I think with her is that I grew up and I stopped being selfish because if you dated me before her, oh, I was horrible. Anybody who dated me after her, I was better. Well, I mean, not the first couple ones because i was like you know like all messed up in the head but i i've I've gotten better but
0: i'm just gonna say one thing then thank god because if you're selfish and nasty and bitchy oh wait oops i still am huh well more than you are today oh yeah i'd have to break up with you and dump your ass
1: yeah but so i mean to that poem you know if you listen to it and you hear heartbreak and stuff that's what i thought and i thought you know it was just i thought it was a pretty poem and yeah it's very nice you know it's nice to know other people get crushed
0: too right bye okay bye